Hello. Great, perfect. This is going to be regular. <laughs> this is going to be real regular. I can go here. Cool, thank you. Yeah. That's cool. I think it's a downstairs bar. If you want water, it's at the downstairs bar, Jack. We have to record all of this. It's gold. <laughs> This is why I love the, the, the edited version of the show, because I get to remove that. Recording actually takes like eight hours every time. It's true. Yeah, we... Yeah, well, the, the, the episode uh, uh, where uh, Mick came on, who is in the front row, hello. Uh, he, he, I, did, I was so tired when I told him the postcode of what house to go to that I sent him across town to my old house. Um, You're I'm going to take my revenge at some point in the next 20 years. <laughs> Should be tonight. Who knows? <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, are, we, are we roughly ready to get going? Can you all just imagine the theme music? Uh, oh, what is it again? It goes like this. We do yeah. my theme instead. <laughs> Hard left. Could you not just play it? It's a wild idea. No, that would okay. that would require even a little preparation. Oh, okay. Okay. You only play corn CDs. <laughs> <laughs> ah, uh, there will be some. Oh, good God! There will be some Brandon O'Neill later. Uh, so do get yourself ready for some new metal. Um, thank you. Uh, are are we currently recording? Okay, wonderful. Well. Uh, welcome to the uh, Trash Future Accidental Live Show. Uh, thank you all so much for coming out inexplicably. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> you should edit in some like stadium sounds to that. That would be really great. I'm 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 gonna edit in um, the speech that Bane makes in the Dark Knight. <laughs> Uh, no, it's all about Mad Max this week, though. <laughs> oh, right, the Mad Max-style dystopia. <laughs> that was weirdly specific. <laughs> it's like, no, it won't be a Mad Max-style dystopia. <laughs> no, no. Definitely didn't look that up this morning. <laughs> um, so before I before I, I, I get cracking, in the spirit of the show, I'm, we're just going to have some... I'm just going to sort of speak extemporaneously for the cold open, but... Uh, do you know why we're doing an accidental live show? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, Neither is Riley, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, it is largely because we intended to do a live show a while back, um, booked a, a venue, moved the booking, ended up doing a live show through like a comedy booking agency, um, forgot about this booking, <laughs> and then I found out last week or so that we were on the hook for like 100 quid. Uh, so here we are. <laughs> uh, thank you all for coming to uh, the live recording of Trash Future, the podcast about how if you, we do not implement fully automated luxury gay space communism, uh, the future will be trash, as we all know. Uh, that's the thing we say at the show. Um, Why specifically gay communism? I don't do you know. Do that's you want just straight communism? <laughs> no, to be honest, no. Exactly. <laughs> straight communism is what the alt-right guys want. They're like, no, the government should stay out of markets, but it should give me a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't understand. Like, it's the thing. Um, they're... <laughs> 
I'll give you a sec. There, there was, there was this movement on on Reddit, shockingly, um, of uh, that was demand that was suggesting basically that we need government issued girlfriends. <laughs> Um, I would sign up for that. Do you reckon it pays well? <laughs> if it pays more than my current job, I'll do it. <laughs> do you reckon you'll be bound by Ofcom regulations? Probably. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, you may know me from every previous episode of this podcast. Uh, my name is Riley. You can find me on Twitter at Rala. It's a terrible name. Uh, but I guess most of you probably already follow that. That's weird. Um, who has joined me from my left? Oh, is it, is no, that's you. From my, oh, the <laughs> I, I'm very smart. Um, uh, uh, my name's Hussein Kizvani. I am also a host on Trash Future. And like every Russell Group University, I'm here because I'm token ethnic. Hi, I'm Alana Krasi. Um, I'm here presumably because I'm the token woman. Am I, am I right? Uh, no, it's an off-com thing. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I'm also extremely Welsh. <laughs> I'm Jack Frayne-Reed. I'm here as the representative of the Czech intelligence services <laughs> and, uh, and also the disreputable Real Politic podcast, <laughs> which is basically the same thing. Nice to be here. Uh, and I'm Luke, and I'm here to make sure that white men are not outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> so Shane and Elena will not replace us. Um... Uh, thank you. Excellent. Do you see there was um, somebody posted a picture of something in Canada? Homogenized milk is called homo milk. And I thought, God, Tim Farron would be appalled at that. <laughs> I'm so divided. Um, so do you, do you guys want to get into some of the fun content that we have? In the show? Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's always ha this, ha this happens literally every time from like the people I record with. I never thought I would hear it from the why audience. Do you, why do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> Remember like the first rule of pickup, which is be assertive. Don't give anyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hussein. I mean, that's like, like that's like are you really gonna nice. neg your way to a podcast? I was gonna neg Hussein. Yes. Okay. That was the plan. I mean, that's the usual. To be fair, I, I wouldn't expect anything else. Hey, Hussein. Hussein. Hey, Hussein. Nice snails. Are they real? <laughs> oh my god, that's that shirt looks so great. I, my grandma used to wear one just like it. <laughs> What's your number? I think I need to change you. <laughs> anyway, now I'm gonna touch you. See so you like. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so I, I decided uh, to go back to basics, uh, and I, I decided to do uh, a product. I think, I think Riley's internet's like gone down. So like, yeah, should we talk about fucking weird boxing? Yeah. So I'm, I've legitimately signed up to get punched in the fucking face. Well, also to punch other people in the face. This is the idea. Uh, well, yeah, but. You, oh, I was just talking to the guys about this earlier. There's this girl at the class who is definitely not a beginner. 
and I'm shitting it. <laughs> I'm shitting it. I feel like they're definitely going to put me with her. And I'm just like, fuck. She's like over the punch bag looking like really serious. And I'm like, hi, guys, how are you? I'm really Welsh and really friendly. Oh, no, she's scary. Like, it's terrifying. <laughs> this oh, is how like, all good B-rated <laughs> MMA films start. Though. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I'm the star of my own So you'll be training animation? in the gym one day on your own and then like an old guy will come out from the shadows. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi? <laughs> You're a star, we can. But the issue is this Mr. Miyagi is going to do like pickup stuff. <laughs> no, yeah, you'll be Brendan O'Neill. <laughs> come on, we got to do a training montage to down with the sickness. <laughs> Brendan O'Neill came. Dude, I get to choose my walkout song. Down with the sickness, down, down with the sickness, down with the sickness, down with the sickness. <laughs> Uh, so my internet's working again. Uh, so <laughs> the, um, the the product, I'll have to look at the, screen. the pro oh, yeah, who's saying also I'm you shit. you can't look at this anyway, uh, for reasons that will become clear. Uh, the product is called the Pulse. What? The Pulse. The Pulse. Like wrist beating yeah, heart. That's, it's the same spelling. Yeah. Beating wrist beating heart. heart. What's okay. the thing? I don't know. Well, I was gonna go the club that got shot up, but that's oh my that's god. Good. <laughs> Now I'm sad. <laughs> Guys, welcome to the Gateway Pundit Podcast. <laughs> it's a pickup technique where you go up to a woman on the street and you take their pulse. <laughs> I think that actually is while a you're definitely alive. While you tell them whether they ask them whether their nails are real or not. <laughs> I swear to God, that actually is a pickup technique. I swear that's in there somewhere. Oh no. That does yeah, sound like right. Taking the, it sounds right, doesn't it? <laughs> it they take sort of your pulse and be like, oh, I can tell your pulse is going quickly because you fancy me or whatever. I don't fucking know. I'm not a pickup artist. You <laughs> <laughs> so know a lot about it. See, next time, instead of doing white collar boxing, you should do like white collar the pickup artist. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'm aware that this is a very, uh, a very obscure uh, name for a thing. Um, so I'll say the, the tagline uh, for the pulse is your comfort shouldn't be an uncomfortable conversation. Is it a sex thing? It's definitely a pickup. It's definitely a pickup artist. I'm thing, on isn't the ball. Right? <laughs> you know what's going on? Yes, Jack. That is the other tagline. <laughs> Excellent. How, how close is, is it? A sex. It, thing? It's a sex thing. Yes. Oh, nice <laughs> it's, one. It's, yeah, it's it's a, it's a late capitalism sex thing. I, I grew I grew up in I grew up in like you know the no go zone of Tower Hamlets. So um, we're kind of all just taught that sex is bad like all the time. Uh, so I've heard I've heard a lot about it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm gonna do one more one more hint and then I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. Uh, the four um, the four uh, 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 characteristics of this um, of this thing are it's warm, hygienic, mess free, and convenient. It's lube. It's lube. Is it lube? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's lube related. I was close. <laughs> of Wait, or pertaining how? to lube. How is it? Is it internet lube? Okay, I'm just gonna tell you. I can't keep this in anymore because it's too great. Um, it's a, the the product this week is a lube juicero. Oh. It's a. I want it. How much is it? <laughs> oh, we'll we'll get there. Uh, but <laughs> suffice to say, a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is the uh, the pulse warming dispenser, <laughs> uh, and uh, essentially what we're what we're looking at is um, a a little machine uh, that you put beside your bed uh, that you have to order proprietary pods for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
that <laughs> thank you thank you Mick for the funniest thing that's been said on the show so far yes it's an espresso for shagging do you feel like George Clooney will do the ad, ads for it <laughs> <laughs> sultry, a sultry look at the camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, essentially, uh, that's more or less what we're dealing with here. But I'm sorry. So it's 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 how is it as different? I'm sorry. I don't understand what it does. It's 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 a thing it that's just a dispenser. Luke. <laughs> but like, do you do, do you get like big canisters for it? Is it like individual use things? It's a pod thing. S single use, yeah. It's like a pod thing. It's like single an espresso. Thing. It's an espresso. So no, wait, Mick wait. got it right. It's an espresso for loop. Is it the same as like the Juicero where you can like squeeze the pods yourself and basically yeah. you don't need the actual machine? Yes. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> so it's just someone selling lube. <laughs> Fancy lube. <I> don't know. <laughs> So do you reckon when when Corbyn repropriates all the housing that's unoccupied because of the oligarchs, everybody's going to get one of these? Yeah, everyone's going to get a free like, well, you know, like people Luke who Sarah. lost their homes in Grenfell or something are going to get little lube things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, is that in Labour's policies? I, I, I don't. I don't. I, it should be. It's <laughs> radical. Yeah. No, no, that's what it was. It's the bold break with neoliberalism we need. <laughs> It got it, the policy got cut off. It was like eight thousand houses, and also everyone gets a nut. <laughs> all I'm saying is that you know Paul Nuttall's about to become UKIP leader, and um, all Corbyn can think about is lube Juiceros, and he should. Be <laughs> <laughs> Why won't Corbyn be clearer on lube Juiceros? <laughs> I'd be quaking in my, in my boots if um, I was in the Labour Party right now. Sure. <laughs> Um, so I want to shout out to Sammy Payne. So um, what? Um, I don't know if it's the right term. What flavors of like lube? <laughs> no, that is completely right. Well is, done, Hussein. Is that, is that For really? someone who's never had sex, yeah. you know, you know everything. You know. <laughs> could you, could you like stack it up so that you had like a planned like flavor journey? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that's all I always say. Anytime, like, some futurist is like, oh, uh, all the jobs that exist now didn't exist 10 years ago, and in 10 years, there'll be all new jobs. I can't wait for lube sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it'll be like the shed at Dulwich where it's moods rather than flavors? <laughs> <laughs> what mood are you feeling well, for your lube? And today? it just exists in Uber Butler's head. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, before we do guess the price, actually, I want to read out one uh, answer from their FAQ section. By the way, uh, uh, Trash Future Cheat Code, guys, uh, the FAQ sections of incredibly stupid products are always gold. Um, what are pulse pods, TM? Rather than being packaged in messy, archaic tubes or bottles, our <laughs> FDA-cleared lubricants are created in one-of-a-kind stylish... Mm? <laughs> <laughs> hygienic recyclable containers called pulse pods the patent pending technology so anyone who wants to pirate it can still do that um, look you wouldn't download a car so. <laughs> <laughs> yes I fucking would <laughs> they're, de they're definitely right I mean bottles are so fucking archaic I mean so are glasses to be honest I quite like this in a pod <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this patent-pending technology allows them to be safely warmed and used with our, our pulse dispenser. They can also be dispensed manually. <laughs> Which just, did, they, did they not look at what happened to Juicero and not think, oh, you know, maybe, maybe we should make it 
essential. You know, this like fucking expensive bit of kit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, sorry. I'm getting too angry about well, it now. I think they looked at Juicero and were like, no, sex sells. <laughs> 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 they can also be dispensed manually. And, and, and here's the chaser of this particular sentence is in this subclause which makes them a perfect on-the-go solution. <laughs> so, if you don't want to bring your lube juice arrow with you to go dogging, I guess, um, you can use a pulse pod uh, to get your like, back walls smashed in like a Toyota Celica <laughs> in a lay-by outside Swindon. That's, that's very specific, Riley. Where are the YouTube the pulse pod's going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> but do you guys like, like, like a seat on the, on the stage? Like, we can replace, you know, you're <laughs> more funny than the rest of us. <laughs> i, I got to ask, do, do these type of pods have anything to do with tied pods? Because I've, <gasps> I've seen people tweet about them, but I've just avoided, like, working out what they are or tied anything. Tied pods are the forbidden fruit. <laughs> Still don't know what they eat are. eat it. <laughs> Jack, I told you, they're a food. It's like Huel, but for teens. <laughs> uh, any guesses on uh, the price of a pulse? How much is like a Nespresso coffee machine? I don't know why I'm asking you. Why would anyone know the answer? To that? <laughs> I, mean, I don't think anyone on this show or in our audience has an espresso coffee machine. That makes sense. That makes sense. R Riley reads Monocle, and you should see his flat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't read Monocle. My <laughs> douchebag friends read Monocle. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be like, I'm going to say, is it in dollars or pounds? Uh, it's, in, it's, it's in dollars. Of I, course it's in dollars. Yeah. No, this is, only, only America would invent this. Uh, I'm going to say $400. That's my no, guess. No, way more. Like, like 10 grand. <laughs> Whatever grand is in dollars, I'm fucking know. Like 10,000. Okay, we have 400, we have 10,000, a bold bet. Look, it sounds expensive. It's very explicit. Do you mean the number? Does it have 69 in it somewhere? <laughs> you know, I feel like it doesn't. I feel like they really missed a trick here. You know, because like, what better way to be a lube sommelier than by promoting 69? <laughs> Do you just, is this just your interview to be a lube sommelier? Like, that's what you're doing right now. Look. They say in this digital age, you just have to invent the job you want. <laughs> no, it is, uh, it is uh, $200, or sorry, $199. What? Rubbish. Bargain. <laughs> a bargain at any price. I, th oh, I, I saw I was being so clever, saying it was so much, but fine. Mm. fine. Yeah, it's, for, no. it's for the mass market consumer, so. Yeah, this is, though this is a lube juicero for the many. <laughs> <laughs> We already said it was part of Corbin's platform. It was cut off by the copier. <laughs> pods on this look like, you know, the pods on this look like, you know, vape, vape, vapors for, um, well, vape pens. Uh -huh. um, Again, more Brendan O'Neill <laughs> foreshadowing. Yeah. Uh, so do you think that if this does become like a mass market product in uh, Corbin's Britain, that you'll have like guys who give up selling vape pens because they're too busy selling like... Um, weird lube stuff. I would love it if every vape shop in short it just became a lube shop. <laughs> That's just though. This just feeds my certainty that all vape shops are fronts or pranks. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's uh, that's the um, that's the lube juice arrow. Uh, so what do you think? Uh, what do you think we should do? We could uh, we could move on on to. Uh, Brendan, Brendan O'Neill's brave new take <laughs> <laughs> that isn't Brandon, just Brandon. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, Federer's I, I, on I, lads. 
I've heard I've heard from someone that he he eats shit every day and that's his main diet. We've read exactly. Well, I mean, we've read exactly one book on libel law, so. <laughs> and that we're good. And the book was Fifty Shades of Grey. It didn't even. It was mostly. It was. It was more on the lube end of things than the libel end of libel law. <laughs> Hook it to my veins. Oh. I was going to say, oh. do you reckon when Corbin gets in and everyone's got the lube pod things and uh, and it's all luxury, lubey communism and, and all that, oh. do you reckon all, all the purple-faced gammon men are going to be like, oh, I've never used lube in my life. <laughs> Unacceptable. Uh, shaking their fists. <laughs> 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 I realise that has connotations. I didn't anticipate that I said it. <laughs> imagine like, imagine if like the lube machine broke and like one of these gamma men had to like take it to a shop to get repaired. That'd be really funny. <laughs> no, I'm trying to explain like what happened. Now they'd be like, no, I'm like I can do it myself. Or I can do it my way. Okay, so uh, Bren Brendan O'Neill. Um, has written an article uh, called Stop This Corporate Bullying of the Press. <laughs> There's uh, nothing corporate about the British press whatsoever. <laughs> In the edit, can we just put, like, corn? Like, <laughs> I feel like every time we introduce Brendan, we should just have, like... Should be his intro. Yeah, no, it's um, Brendan O'Neill and edit point to put in uh, the riff from Down with the Sickness here. <laughs> you know the song where they go, ooh, ah, 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 ah. yeah, that's the one. The most extreme new metal <laughs> for, the, for the guy with the loosest jeans, the most chained up wallet, the biggest fedora, who watches the most rational YouTube channels. <laughs> And women are very intimidated by his extremely high IQ that he's gotten from watching uh, Rick and Morty, which, as we all know, is the A la recherche de Tom Perdu of TV shows. <laughs> he read the Bible when he was 10, or at least, you know, like Noah's Ark. He thought it was bollocks. He saw right through it, flooding the entire world. It's unrealistic. <laughs> like, I think... I think I think Brendan O'Neill has probably written a complaint letter to every major British newspaper that publishes a horoscope section saying, um, actually, the stars and planets don't determine your personality type. Uh, I'd like to call out this factual inaccuracy. Brendan O'Neill last seen putting the Bible in the fiction section at various bookstores. <laughs> Because he's, he, I think he might be the edgiest man alive. <laughs> um, no. So uh, Brendan O'Neill writes, It is a brave British newspaper. <laughs> Sorry. It is a brave British newspaper uh, that will cross the corporate world. That will dare to publish something that the moneyed bosses who oversee big business find distasteful <laughs> or disagreeable. That's literally the job of newspapers. <laughs> Has he ever read a newspaper? He only reads manga. Okay. <laughs> so we've established this already. What's he going to get to this? But the, ma the main person he's fighting is Centre Parks. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not like he's taking on like Apple or whatever. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really mad yeah. at this thing that like lets people go on holiday for slightly cheaper. Like, <laughs> um, the bastards. So here, here is here is the real coup de grace sentence. I, I I don't try to get to the coup de grace sentence of a reading too quickly, but I, we're going to do it this time. Center Parks was stirred to an act of censorious self righteousness by supporters of stop funding hate. <laughs> Oh, those famous suited goons. <laughs> By those jackbooted, grey-suited thugs at Stop Funding Hate have bullied center parks. Um, those time-rich, tabloid-allergic, middle-class inhabitants of Twitter who spend their days trying to marshal the corporate world to punish newspapers for saying things they don't like. Howdy. Brendan, at me next time. <laughs> he does, he's not on Twitter, so what he does is he writes stuff. Wait, is he not? No, no, he writes stuff on oh. Facebook and then he gets like the intern at Spike to like screen screenshot it <laughs> and then post it online. Fuck, that's my new social media strategy. Who wants to be my intern? Any, <laughs> any takers? No, it's, 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 you only get punched in the face once. If you're yeah, only once, and that's just the interview. It's a Jupiterian social media strategy you can't expect to understand. Oh, you've got very <laughs> complex thoughts there, Riley. I'm not sure I quite understand them as a humble morsel. Do they get put on Instagram as well? Like with a little filter? Any, any, anyone, Hashtag YOLO. Any, anyone, wanna, anyone, anyone have any idea exactly what um, act of censorious self-righteousness uh, Brendan O'Neill um, is, is condemning here? From the panel, Mick. No, I, was, I was kidding. <laughs> right, did Greg's the baker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Greg, famed baker, just, due, just, due for nationalization. Uh, were they, Without compensation. Were they encouraged to stop offering two-for-one deals on pasties in the Daily Mail? <laughs> <laughs> and it seemed bad because this is like his main source of nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have no, to I... eat his hat. <laughs> no, he can't eat his hat. That's how people know he's smart. <laughs> I know why he's mad. He tried to go to KFC to get a family bucket, and there's no chicken left. He had to go to Burger King. <laughs> no, Brendan O'Neill gets a single man, and he likes it that way, bucket. <laughs> <laughs> any, any, any other guesses as to why Brendan O'Neill was so infuriated that, again, center parks... <laughs> Stopped advertising in the Daily Mail. It's the fallout from that Richard Littlejohn article, isn't it? Um, Give Jack the Amazon gift card. The Amaz Amazon Men and gift, gift card. card. <laughs> That's the only reason we're all here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been a months and months long um, and relatively expensive endeavor for me to get some of my friends from online to compete for an Amazon gift card. <laughs> <laughs> What's so complicated about that? <laughs> um, but yeah, didn't he? Um, um, he published a thing about it's Tom Daly and his partner of uh, they're uh, like having a child basically. And um, Little John wrote a piece like you know what about traditional marriage and all all that bollocks. And uh, yeah, like 
you know, it's... <laughs> it's, basically the sp- first, it's the first time that he's ever cared about what the woman's doing in this whole thing. And what <laughs> <she's doing>. <laughs> <laughs> it's Spike to just so, like, fantastically contrarian. They're just... They're not, I say fantastic as in, you know, not credible, like, preposterous. <laughs> um, like, they're just sort of, like... Yeah, like, advocating homophobia is is totally good. And then... <laughs> That they, they sort of they attack um, the people who are advo- advocating uh, stop funding hate and as sort of you know uh, being the hard right authoritarians under a patina of liberal leftism. But I mean, what spiked just like you know, <laughs> there's sort of there's absolutely nothing left wing about them whatsoever. They're like the remains of uh, living Marxism. This magazine <laughs> got done for. Um, not really a Marxist magazine, but yeah, they basically, they libeled ITN and uh, in the process of denying, I think, the Rwandan genocide. <laughs> and, uh, and then, Regular yeah, magazine. And I- ITN sued them and yeah, and then um, they set up Spiked and the Institute for Ideas in the same office. Well, so they pulled it back from a brink. Well done, guys. So, oh, much, so much rationality. In, like, one thank week. God. And they're still advocating their very unique form of Marxism, which as far as I can see is oh. just conservatism. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's galaxy brain. Yeah, well, the conservative is a slur. <laughs> oh, I thought we clarified that this oh, week. Yeah. Yeah, um, you, being, can't, you can't call count Tory councils right wing. They're not. No. No, it's <laughs> disgusting, and it makes me want to want like, to knock doors for conservatives. Like Gammon, <laughs> like Gammon, it's a slur, and Nim Carly would like everyone to know that she is a Marxist-Leninist. <laughs> she, she's a Marxist-Leninist who's supporting who's supporting free markets because uh, actually only middle-class people like Marxism. Obviously, <laughs> the nature of a hard left is knocking on doors for the Conservative Party. <laughs> That's the. I'm afraid that is the nature of the hard to understand. Stand left. Um, Man, I've just realised how much Twitter beef I've missed. <laughs> Fuck. Imagine so like all the time you're training in the gym, you're missing like all the beef. Exactly. I'm not on my phone anymore. I'm punching people in real life rather than on Twitter. You're, you're, you're eating literal beef to build up your muscles. <laughs> so what? What? Here's and here's where Brendan O'Neill takes a notional turn to the left that isn't really a turn to the left at all. Um, don't buy a word of it. There's Stop Funding Hate's shrill, censorious, anti-prole campaigning over the past year has made it clear that they're all in favor of corporate bullying of the press when it's done in the name of cleansing the press of middle-class opinions they detest. You know, yeah. like homophobia, famously a... Famous, no, anti-homophobia is famously a middle-class opinion. <laughs> like, n- nothing, nothing says, you know, the, um, the dictatorship of the proletariat uh, more than a, like... Probably, I don't know how much Richard Little John makes. Like, I think a couple hundred thousand pounds a year. Uh, Not you know. to be confused with Little John the rapper, who is pro LGBT. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to let this Man, imagine if they switched, like switched bodies I, I, for I a would day. Be up for Little John having a column in, in the Daily Mail. I think that. Might, <laughs> I, I just, I just uh, want there to be like a Freaky Friday situation <laughs> where like one, where they like switch each other's bodies, and, like have to go about each other's lives. <laughs> What, what's the likelihood of having um, having Dick Littlejohn and John Woodcock in the same like political culture? <laughs> Only in this timeline. This is the darkest timeline. Right? It's also the best. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, <laughs> it's that what what really I, I I find again I'd like to say astonishing, but because of this hell show, I've read so much more of Brendan O'Neill than I think. Anyone ever ought to for their own health, possibly including Brendan O'Neill. Yeah. I do get the impression you fancy him a bit. 
I think that. You just say you love him? I think <laughs> when, he's a, when he's alone in his flat, he wears the fedora and just pretends to be him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that, what, what I find so very Brendan O'Neill about the Brendan O'Neill take here um, is that he's really standing up for uh, the working class Lord Ruthermere. Um, uh, to you be, can tell he's working class because he's a lord. <laughs> uh, that he says essentially what companies like stop funding not companies. Yes, I so colonized by capitalism. I called it a company. Uh, what entities like stop funding hate are doing is is, is he says deeply undemocratic uh, in that it gives the wealthy uh, greater power than the non-wealthy to shape public discussion, um, which again. Lord Rutherford, <laughs> famously oppressed. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> again it mechanically just doesn't make sense because like you need every single advertiser to stop advertising, which is across a wide amount of thing. It's like obviously classifieds make most. Sorry, it's not funny. Um, <laughs> I'm not Obviously, where the money comes from is like a bunch of different companies. So what you're actually asking is like solidarity across a bunch of companies to say like, hey, this is bad, and we're going to stand up and not do this anymore, rather than having the singular power, which is what it, which makes no sense. Because let, let's be honest, Centre Parks has not really ever been at the centre of the national discourse <laughs> um, until until this week. Were, until now. were you just setting that up? No, actually, yes. I don't believe you. Centre Parks hacked the election. <laughs> I'm actually taking my two large adult sons to centrist parks. <laughs> <laughs> Your gammony sons. <laughs> my two large gammony sons and my ex-wife, who I still owe alimony to. Uh, my, my favorite ride at centrist parks is a roller coaster that goes back and forth called Both Sides. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you're allowed to ride and then at the end you're like I'm so tired of both sides <laughs> and you get like a free copy of like Spiked magazine <laughs> at the end of your visit <laughs> well it's, it's, it's basically yeah it's um, uh, O'Neill says that essentially this is poisonously elitist uh, to again try to start a grassroots movement to resist what, like, Lord Rothermere's homophobia or Richard Littlejohn's homophobia. They're all, all of their homophobia, really, mm. these extremely wealthy men, um, in that it is basically driven by middle-class tastes where we a fear of what the plebs will get up to if they read a risque idea in one of the red top papers. Also, to attack Centre Parks for a minute. <laughs> um, Why? I wish you would. Leave them alone. There is, absolutely, there is absolutely no way, I've worked in Amazon, there's absolutely no way that a company would ever decide not to advertise in somewhere unless they'd already figured out that it wasn't really working for them. And what they're essentially doing is just turning this PR win, uh, turning the fact that they had a, a media channel that wasn't working for them into a PR win, which wasn't, is going to give them more money in the end case anyway. So Wasn't pr that pretty much what was going on with the whole Virgin debacle? Yeah, exactly. Like, no, that no one was buying the Daily Mail. No yeah. So they were like, yeah, hey, we'll just get rid of it. But they were like, it's because of its views. And then it all right. exploded. So, the it's famous famous like Justice Warrior Richard Branson. Mm. Can, I, yeah. can I just interject? So, the Virgin debacle, also known no, as Brendan O'Neill's career. <laughs> <laughs> also known as, it's, tra it's also like known as Trash Future on Acast. So, um, <laughs> if um, we're still speaking about the Daily Mail, um, I have an amazing Paul Dacre anecdote. Uh, this seems like exactly the place yeah. to share it. Okay, so um, I have a couple of friends who used to work the mail. Uh, so this is from them, and I guess alleged. Um, uh, basically, um, he thinks that Beyonce is pronounced Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> 
Allegedly, allegedly. And no one will correct him. No one will correct him. He's like an EX Sante Goo in the end. Does he not think that means anything? You just think there's always a smudge anytime anyone's ever written her name? The other thing that I've heard, again, allegedly, I guess. I don't know. Is this the kind of thing you'd go for libel? You know, super libel? Are any of you guys Brendan O'Neill? You have to tell me if you're Brendan O'Neill or it's a trap. <laughs> so you can finally make that true love connection. No? Okay. Um, the second thing I have, which is much better than that joke, is... Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing thinking about it. So you know how like extremely muscular guys are called beefcakes? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Paul Dacre allegedly thinks they're called cheesecakes. And again... <laughs> <laughs> no one has corrected him. <laughs> so it's a so if so we, I mean, normally, <laughs> apparently normally it's like he's like get some cheesecakes on page ten or something. <laughs> I, re- I actually really like the idea that he, he actually is talking about genuine cheesecakes. And every time he asks, they just keep putting like half naked men. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Too awkward to be like, no, I, mean, I, mean, I just want to see a nice vanilla cheesecake. It's just a kind of. Base. It's just a sort of Little Englander thing. He wants the male to do more coverage of cake sales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I, that's that's <laughs> astonishing. <laughs> Beyond sun cheesecake. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's like Jay-Z ever gets mad. I'd be like, ah, you know, that cheesecake and his wife, Beyonce. <laughs> uh, no, it's true. That's what it means to be working class is apparently, according to Brendan O'Neill, is to call strongmen cheesecakes, to not understand an <laughs> ex ante goo, and uh, I guess also to refer to a cappuccino as a frothy coffee. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this coffee? This is all getting a bit middle class for me. I'm going to have to really <laughs> Never heard of this coffee in my life, but it sounds like a big bunch of shit to me. <laughs> Jack, raw water is a drink of the proletariat. <laughs> I mean, it literally is. It, it has been historically, yes. That's what it was. That's not wrong. Yeah. It's just, you know, our, our billionaire class is just killing itself out of, I guess, spite. Like in Flint, oh. Michigan, they've still got to drink raw water because capitalism, you get it, because it's and a very dark joke. The, uh, the, the, <laughs> and the, the, the Jacobin reading group has uh, has joined hey. us now. Should we, should we take a minute so they can all find seats and I can get yeah, a Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take a sec and, and then shall we transition yeah. to our, our real oh, politics segment? <laughs> yeah, I haven't eaten today either, actually. No, we just, but, but, I, I needed a drink anyway. Yeah, so we're doing an unplanned, intermi- unplanned intermission so that the Jacobin reading group can enjoy the entirety of Comrade or Cop. <laughs> What's all this then? Is, he that, said, your, is doing that your his... British cop voice? Now yes. then, now then, what's going on here, Gavna? What's, what's your best British accent? <laughs> do it. We don't, we don't, we don't want to hear that here. Yes, we do. Yeah, we yes, do. We do. Yeah, we do. yes, we do. No, my my best British accent is a British cop voice, which is just me doing an impression of Owen Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I have a 20-foot penis. 
I beat off a thousand lads to get my wife. <laughs> Labor right. <laughs> yeah, no, this fuck. These these, cra- <laughs> these crazy labor lefties just not beating off men to get to their wives and having twenty inch cocks and knowing what coffee is. <laughs> Fucking insane. You did actually call Corbin a lunatic. So yeah, that's not too far off his actual rhetoric. <laughs> just buying houses in lube. Um, <laughs> that's a that's Wait, a joke. That, it's a house in lube, so it's like it's sort of in jelly kind of structure. Yeah, if you were looking at the first off, that was just weird. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a that's a joke for people who aren't in the Jacobin reading lube. <laughs> and also the re- the balance of the left Twitter toms who have, who have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So shall we uh I'm not I'm not I'm not going to ask this time. I'm a strong independent woman and I'm going to say what I want. Hold on one second. I have to buy a hat on. I have a very I've brought a hat specially for this. <gasps> oh my god, it's the beanie. It's the beanie. The beanie. Hell yeah. It's oh, my it's wow. my yellow BuzzFeed beanie that I got in place of a job. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what do you think about collective organization <laughs> while you wear that hat? <laughs> uh, I think, uh, I think it, it's, it seems good, but Vox got fucked over today, so who knows? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I did. oh, shit. Sorry that, wasn't shit. Sorry, that wasn't fun. Wasn't fun. Uh, Brendan no. O'Neill's Federer. It really is like the ugliest shade of yellow, isn't it? It's really bad. It's like not, also not a good hat. Like, <laughs> so, like, the story about this hat was about like, the, oh, you, the BuzzFeed owner... Um, our friend of the show, Jonah Peretti, um, <laughs> announced announced um, announced the uh, the cuts, and then he what? said at the end, "But you've all got this so, hat." So it's it was a little bit it was a little bit more wrinkled than that. But he basically announced that the UK was gonna get rid of a lot of people soon, but instead of doing that thing, he it, it, during the period between when announcing the UK is gonna get rid of a bunch of people and people actually being got rid of, there was the Christmas swag. Uh, so uh, essentially a load of people in the UK and it was about a third of the office in the end uh, sat there and watched him on the screen go like yeah we've had a good year here's a free hat um, <laughs> as everyone's saying they're being like we may not may or may not have jobs um, so yeah there was a dark dark time but, but hey, is, like, the can, thing, is the thing about the oysters and like stuff at free lunches true it's complicated <laughs> <laughs> but look you can keep your you can keep your ears warm while you go to the job centre that's the plan that's the plan Jonah's, Jonah's got you hell yeah <laughs> It's a you like some groups of laborers need unions that they can represent their interests and actually try to bargain with capital. Others just need free hats. Cool millennial laborers. <laughs> <laughs> they need hats that are like a little bit ironic because they've got a thing on top. Um, like that's the only collective bargaining I need. <laughs> Literally, um, I remember Jonah, Jonah Pirelli giving like an interview or it was or it was some sort of quote about the union stuff and literally his argument was, we don't need a union because we get loads of free shit and cool shit and uh, yeah, our employees don't need rights. They we just got a ping pong table. Shit. Yeah. Well, that's like, Elon, <laughs> Elon, that's like Elon Musk who was like, look, he made a deal with the employees. If you don't unionize, I'll build a roller coaster for you. <laughs> so, no, this is like literally what he said. <laughs> so it I was never like know with you. it was like rides, not rights, was that particular pause. That was way funnier than you fucking people gave it credit for. <laughs> he would make a reusable. <laughs> I, I, I really am so excited um, for like fucking Elon Elon Musk to just do like a like a TED talk or something where he was like. What if 
What if you could fuck twice? <laughs> when are you getting Elon Musk on the podcast? I mean, we do we do keep adding him. It's just I keep adding him with a picture of a pig shitting on its own balls. When I mean to type, Elon Musk, I respect you as a businessman. Please come on our podcast. But then my thumb slips and I send him a picture of a pig shitting on its own balls. <laughs> Drat. I think it's called Brendan. <laughs> uh, so uh, why don't we um, do the do our real politic inflected segment? Oh hell yeah! Um, <laughs> you've not <laughs> you, you've not played this in a while on your show. No, it's been it's been quite a long time. You're um, taking the bit out of retirement. Yeah, it's because it can't retire because it has no savings because we live in hell. <laughs> Precisely, and we're, we're, we're bringing back this segment, especially for this show. Um, you can hear my, my palpable enthusiasm for it, uh, the, the preparedness of, uh, <laughs> of my patter. Um, now, basically, this is a game that we invented in, I think, the third ever episode of Real Politics, so back in uh, Christmas 2016, um, which is called Cop or Comrade. And <laughs> essentially, the rules of the game are that you name some people and then you decide if they're a cop or a comrade. <laughs> so it's, it's not that hard a game. Can I ask, you know, what, what are sort of the rules for each? Like, well, generally, it's if somebody, I, I don't know. If somebody is like... <laughs> what if they're a comrade and a cop? Can they be both? No, no. <laughs> no, cop, cop, cops aren't workers. <laughs> ACAB. Um, cop is neither a race nor a worker. He arrives precisely what he means to. Do we, do we decide whether or not crisis actors is also allowed as an option? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's a tricky one. I'm going to have to ruminate on that, I'm afraid. But... Um, no, basically, you know, it, if they're, you know, so like a centimeter to the right of me, then they're a cop, and <laughs> and if I, I personally like them, then they're a comrade. So you, you can tell we've got a pretty rigorous, um, you know, set of criteria for for uh, this this game. Um, Are you going to cop a comrade the panel? <laughs> well, I mean, you're all to his right. So. <laughs> As the only person to his left, I'm just yeah. very proud to be the only comrade here. Yeah. <laughs> right there on my hard left. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, it, sh it should be a good fun Had game. Analyzation without compensation. I, th I think, yeah, we'll avoid uh, doing uh, evaluating the comradeliness of the panel because that might be... A Divisive. It's because you think I'm a cop, isn't it? <laughs> Look, well, I, I have to read the Ofcom rules. <laughs> You're under arrest, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> right, so, um, should we get the ball rolling then? Yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, we are up here with these microphones. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so let's let's say first, um, because we're, we're staying in the kind of trash future lane. Apparently, I was told I can't start like screaming about centrists and just like we have done a lot of that today, though. Standing up on top of a chair and no, apparently that's not going to happen. So uh, let's say Elon Musk. Is this is this really a question? Clearly a cop. <laughs> I mean, what I want constantly union busts in order they can send a, a car to Mars. <laughs> it's, like, it's not even an argument. <laughs> Someone try and make the argument for Elon Musk being a comrade. Yeah, okay. it's generally pretty easy. Like I say, like if anyone's even slightly to the right of us, then they're a cop. Well, Someone like, has an argument. I'm sorry, I'm intrigued. Human rights needs to 
No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean, it doesn't need to survive a heavy rocket. Also, also he's, not, he's not preserving the human race. He's preserving himself. He, there is going to be the final rocket, and he is going to be the person on it and be like, yeah, yeah, I survived. Fuck you all. <laughs> also, uh, I guess if the people who came for the second half won't have heard this, but humanity did invent a lube juice arrow, so maybe we shouldn't survive. <laughs> You know, maybe, the, maybe that's actually the argument for Elon Musk's comradeliness, is that he's assisting the human race into going into just extinction. Are you saying that the lube Gisero is one of the four horses of the apocalypse? <laughs> one, of no, the four, but it, one of the four Gisero's of the apocalypse. <laughs> We've got two more left, guys. No, the, the four Gisero's of the apocalypse are the, the Gisero, the lube Gisero, uh, the Tiforia, and then one who has yet to reveal himself. <laughs> It's a middle-class coffee thing. <laughs> Bloody coffee, whatever that is. Yeah, I've never, never heard of it. I've never heard of that soup. <laughs> no, coffee's a broth, everyone. It's not, it's a soup. It's coffee's a, soup. a broth. It's a soup. Broth! It's a soup. <laughs> Didn't Elon um, Musk also try to decide like he was going to build a new, a new public transport system but only built it own, under his own property? <laughs> I, genuinely, for the longest time, I just thought Elon Musk was like a prank. I didn't think he was real. It's the name, isn't it? Just a yeah, it's I not mean, a real name. Because I, I, I have this it's theory a, that everything... It's a Simpsons evil billionaire name. Yeah, totally. I have this theory that everything on the internet is fake, and I just assumed he was. <laughs> He's fake news. Yeah, Russia. pretty much. <laughs> no, e Elon Musk has actually been a very successful Russian bot this whole time. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he's a Markov chain based on just like some shit Joss Whedon said. I, I, I actually, my desk is opposite his at Real Politics Studios in Moscow. <laughs> um, he's been in a Marvel movie, so he might well be a Joss Whedon plant. Yeah, well, I mean, he was also he was also in the movie Thank You for Smoking, where he played a guy whose entire thing was that he opened a door for someone and got covered up by the door, which is the funniest. Clip. <laughs> <laughs> he negotiated himself into a movie and then didn't appear in it. You know a lot Elon about Ma Elon Musk. Elon Musk is Are you Elon Musk? It seems Elon to me Musk. you are the expert. Elon Musk is not a cop. <laughs> Elon Musk is performance art. Yes. That would actually be great. I'm yeah. I, think, I think he is. That I'm, would make I'm him calling a it now. So you're saying that he's been in this plant by Shia LaBeouf. Like that's, <laughs> that's the practice. Yeah. Elon Musk is a slightly unpleasant smell. Mm. There's a bit of an Elon Musk in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that um, when he did the, the thing, right, where... Um, because you know, most, uh, most most police departments in the states now have like F-35s or whatever, so they can like pull people over or um, you know ineffectively um, bomb a hospital. Um, <laughs> they can they can both do it successfully, which is terrible, and also be terrible at it, which I guess is kind of good. Um, yeah, no, the F-35 is radical praxis. Um, <laughs> uh, is that it's like Elon the, the whole flamethrower thing? Is is really kind of copish, right? The like, whole flamethrower thing. He sold flamethrowers for a while. He made like several million pounds <laughs> See, selling flamethrowers like, as a joke. Why, would, really like, why would that be real? Why would he be <laughs> real? I, I support the idea of having flamethrowers because of the zombies. But like, it, he's not real. Also, the joke is very good in that he named a company after the fact it bored tunnels and he called it the Boring Company. Wow, and that is a good joke. He's wow, not real. You know, they always. I'm they, an Elon Musk truther. <laughs> With that boring company thing, I mean, they said comedy would have a golden age uh, now that Trump is elected, and who boy were they right. 
I, my sides are splitting constantly with all of the cool epic bacon Reddit references that Elon Musk is making while he dooms our species to extinction. Does he sell other types of weaponry or is it just cool ones like flamethrowers? I think he sold hats for a while, but I don't think that's weaponry. No, just people who wear them like Brendan O'Neill. <laughs> Fucking weapon, mate. <laughs> That's a Britishism. Do it in it's your own better. Smith voice. <laughs> Who is a fucking weapon? It's fucking weapon. Frothy coffee, 29 <laughs> inch pizza. My 29 inch He's weapon. Welsh, is he? Yeah, he is. Owen, Owen Smith's Welsh. Yeah, you oh, think you're Owen, Owen Jones? Jones. Yes. No, Owen, Owen Smith is Owen, Welsh, yeah. Owen, Owen Jones, Sorry. comrade. Owen Smith, cop. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think Owen Smith even confuses himself with Owen Jones sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but all of, the men, all of like, the men that Owen Smith beat off were comrades. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, so I think we can do a toss up. Elon Musk. Is, like Owen yeah. Smith with a thousand lads. Ah, <laughs> uh, I am very smart. <laughs> I'm extremely smart and rational, actually. Um, yeah. Okay. So we've got. Uh, I think Elon Musk is a, a dead heat between cop and performance art <laughs> and maybe a bot perhaps <laughs> perhaps a check sleeper agent <laughs> check sleeper agent so who's, oh, the, hey, who's, who's he's, next he's a crisis actor to make, make <laughs> he's a crisis actor to make all billionaires look good by being <laughs> the comedy billionaire actually Justin Trudeau objects to your use of the gendered phrase crisis actor <laughs> <laughs> it's crisis acting person thank you <laughs> Um, fucking hate my country. <laughs> so it's dumb as shit. We literally have a male feminist Tinder bio as our prime minister. He's descended from Castro. Hey man, don't knock the NATO socks. <laughs> when you're in, you know, explicitly imperialist on your fucking socks. Like, that is a cut above most standard Western leadership. What is he, he, he saw the phrase, to wear your heart on your sleeve, and then he was like, ah, oh, that's hack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put my money where um, my feet are. I don't know. <laughs> He's terrible. Insert joke about Raphael Bear from there The Guardian can... saying shoes aren't shaped like feet. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so he's a cop, isn't he? I'm fucking, come on. Like, he's, yeah. What a ridiculous man. Like, yeah, he's a cop. <laughs> um, moving on, like, let's keep it within a similar wheelhouse and let's have uh, someone who I saw some headlines about recently. I can't remember what they said, though. Um, Bill Gates. I mean, spoiler alert, a lot of these people are going to be cops. <laughs> This is a whole industry of cops. Um, it, there are more cops in this industry than the cop industry. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the thing that gets me about Bill Gates, why I think he's like sort of an intellectual cop, is that... <laughs> what does that mean? Detective? <laughs> does a lot of paperwork. That <laughs> yeah, means he's a fucking nerd. No, it's that like... He does do this thing, right, where he is kind of like a Marvel villain, specifically a Marvel villain, because his whole thing is, I'm going to save the world by doing weird experiments on people. Because he's like, I I've got this new way of doing education. Anyway, you can only get funding if you do my way of doing education. You have to learn the maths where the, the, the remainder of every long division is money that goes to me, Bill Gates. <laughs> I mean, if he was really a comrade, he'd put 
his billions of dollars towards, you know, voting out reforms and gun reform and all of the very many things he could do, but instead he's essentially giving it to charity, which is not going to be the long-term solution. Yeah, it's the copliest thing you can do. Yeah. It's not only that. He's, <laughs> most of the charities he's giving it to are like teach kids to code charities, which basically all is he's just like, hmm. Better build a workforce I can extract value out of later. <laughs> Has he got his own charity? Like, yeah, the Gates yeah, the Foundation. Gates Foundation. Yeah. Well, no, he, yeah. share, he shares it with his wife because he's a male feminist. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that is pretty woke. I gotta give it fair play I mean, to him. If it was really woke, it would be the Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation. <laughs> I mean, I share my business with like both my wives. So, <laughs> your, pil- your pillows aren't your wives. <laughs> they may not be legally recognized it's yet the, in this country. In this back, oh no, Rich, once, I can't wait for Richard Littlejohn's next column. Um, uh, let's stop pretending that a man in a body pillow is the new normal. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone please try and convince Richard Littlejohn that body pillows and wives are new, the new wives or whatever? Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> we, 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 yeah, sorry, in the back, we have a hand raise. I think Bill Gates is a comrade because who has fucked up more government computer systems than the inventor of Microsoft? <laughs> 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 for, um, for the benefit podcast listener i'll repeat that um <laughs> bill gates is a comrade because who has fucked up more government computer systems than the inventor of microsoft microsoft <laughs> is radical praxis I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is he's kind of a corporate russia <laughs> he's a check sleep rate <laughs> aren't we all <laughs> I mean, I, I get all of my instructions for being a Czech sleeper agent from Czech casting couch channel on Pornhub. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, my, my, my activation phrase is, you want to be a star? <laughs> Do you know what's great about doing this in real life is that everyone can just see us like heads in our hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lot of times when you record where I just have my heads in my, my, yeah. my head. My, my heads, like, his heads, he's a hydra. His heads and his wives. <laughs> <laughs> they sit in the other room while we record because that's, that's how we do it. True. That's he how we do it in Tower Hamlets. <laughs> <laughs> that barrier bit. <laughs> We are the radical Salafist Gucci gang, and we will not be murdered. <laughs> Spent three racks on new homemade bombs. Oh. It's a reference to the song, Mick. <laughs> Other people went O oh in the audience. So put an edit point here and then put the song in the just. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely putting in the song here. Um, this, uh, of course, to any to well, to I guess people here will know. This means there's about a thirty percent chance I'll put in the song here. <laughs> Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Gucci gang. Spread their rats on new chain. My bitch love do cocaine. Sing it in your own beautiful. I couldn't possibly infringe copyright. Intellectual property is what is the basis of our society. I fuck a bitch, I forgot name. I can't buy me no wetter rain. Rather go and buy ball mains. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. So I actually kind of want to go with the um, I kind of want to go with the idea that Bill Gates is maybe okay. He's trying to be a cop, but because <laughs> because he has the competence of the Three Stooges putting in a chandelier, he's an accidental comrade. 
Is accidental comrade an option? Um, well, it hasn't previously been, but I mean, this kind of stuff is quite flexible. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if we must. I mean, look, if we break the rules, the International Federation of Copper Comrade won't recognize our points we've scored tonight. And it'll be just harder for us to get into the next tournament because they won't take us seriously. <laughs> See, the thing, the thing is, though, is he kind of needs, he needs a third category because he, like, he's... he's He's basically stopping the right wing from doing anything because, like, I'm assuming that he's fucked up a bunch of, like, bombs that didn't land where they're supposed to because they're running on Windows XP. But he's probably also killed a bunch of people who needed urgent healthcare because, like, they couldn't figure out their login details because it kept crashing. So, like, he's kind of just a neutral force of chaos. <laughs> so what, what you're saying is that Bill Gates is the Joker. <laughs> yes. yes. He's a nihilist. He cares about no one. Wow, that's He just deep. wants to see things burn. It's <laughs> complicated. He has damage written on his forehead. It's, it's photoshopped every time you see it. Does that make Melinda Gates Harley Quinn? Oh, <laughs> shit. I, yeah. You know, uh, I heard that Bill Gates goes trick-or-treating on Christmas. <laughs> Twisted. <laughs> Which I guess makes Steve Jobs Batman and Wozniak... Robin? <laughs> I think Bill Gates like lays on the floor surrounded by knives every time a Windows XP update happens. No, no, it's definitely USB drives. <laughs> I definitely appreciate your case that yeah, he's uh, you know he's done some good, but I think ultimately the, the, the good the good that a capitalist does is outweighed by and overruled by. The capitalist means of production by which they generate their profits. So I'm afraid I can't advocate him being even so much as an accidental comrade. This is a point of principle. I support that. That makes sense. How about this? How about this? He's not a cop, he's a Beverly Hills cop. He's not going to cure my malaria. He is Chris Farley in Beverly Hills cop. He's a cop in the same way Paul Bart Blart Moore cop is a cop. He's a mall cop. He's a mall cop. He's a mall cop. Okay, can we Bill go with Gates, mall cop? Yeah, okay, yeah, fine. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's ideologically correct. We have reached consensus. <laughs> yeah. This is diplomacy, guys. Hi, and welcome to Trash Future, the centrist podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we think means testing is good. <laughs> Found a sensible center ground. That's good. That's good. That's Finally, good. I was worried that this podcast was about to get partisan. <laughs> Um, right, another person. Um, right, we've hit we've hit a problem here because I've forgotten the name of, of the other person who we talked about. On do you remember it? Oh well, yeah, it's of course it's Logan Paul. Never more cop. He's our future president. He's our future president. Obviously, well, but not just, as America. Yeah. Oh, but maybe oh, ours. And yeah, so probably, probably probably Riley is when like. Trump just gets bored and kills Justin Trudeau because he's distracted by explaining that actually it's not history, it's history. So, <laughs> um, but no, Logan Paul is 1000% a cop. The other week, Logan, like someone like, all right, fine, broke into Logan Paul's house. It happens. Like, everyone gets... People break into your house. Everyone Have gets, you broken into Logan Paul's house? Everyone gets lost occasionally. 
All he did was went to sleep and put in his phone to charge. That's a normal thing to do does when you still, accidentally find yourself in someone else's house. Does he still live in that block, which is all the Viners? No, no, no. no. Logan Paul has his own six and a half million now. dollar house now because of the video. Which, and when someone, you put, which someone accidentally broke into. Yeah. Oh, okay. When which you do, video? when you make a video about how basically you have millions of dollars for being an idiot, <laughs> and you are kind of an idiot, um, and you broadcast the location and worth of your house and all of the things that are in it, then you're, you're going to get robbers. <laughs> he wasn't a robber. He just went for a nap. He went for a nap on the sofa, and then Logan Paul like was like, did a citizen's arrest, which apparently is a thing that I always assume was a TV joke, but apparently is a real thing. No, it's a real thing. It's a thing that all Someone the gammon dads Tony Blair. do. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. No, it's a real thing, and it's a good thing when it's done to Tony Blair. No, but it was, it was, Logan Paul did it to a random stranger, and then... Went outside and the police were like, "Oh, would you would you like would you like to press charge?" And he was like, "No, it seems like he was just breaking in." Then like, <laughs> just it, a casual. No, 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 not only does he not make his money from being a cop, he just loves being a cop so much he does it for free. Pro bono. He is a freelance cop. <laughs> he is freelance cop. Look, everyone's going to make some money. Some of us go on Fiverr. Some of us become freelance cops. <laughs> In terms of him, like, completely shopping himself, just being like, hey, look at my fancy crib and all my shit that I've got. Look at all my shit. Uh, <laughs> That's a, a really Spring good Breakers. Logan Paul impression. What about Logan Paul? It reminds me of, like, the... Real these... politic, everyone. P-A-U-L. <laughs> Logan Paul come on real politic. Don't. <laughs> Bring a fucking corpse with you. Record oh audio of it. Like, um, Did you... Did you guys see the video where he tasered two... Was it two dead rats? Yeah, two dead rats. But he's a oh, vegan God. now, so it doesn't matter. He's a vegan now? Yeah, he, he announced... <laughs> I miss so his, much. No, his damage control for the fact that he tasered a bunch of dead rats is that he's now a vegan, so it's fine. <laughs> Whoa, he also yeah. tried to give CPR to a fish. Yeah, well, that's a vegan. That's, that's a vegan. vegan. <laughs> he was trying to save the fish's life. A, a lot of this feels like the kind of stuff a cop would do. <laughs> it's like Tim, Tim Farron giving mouth to mouth to a female fish trying to stop it being gay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I can get you interested, man, again. F forget the fluoride. Um, but no, I was going to say him like just shopping himself out by advertising his house and all his possessions online. It's like those drug dealers who Instagram photos of them with big fat Bags of weed, like yo, look at my shit, yeah. <laughs> Should be his videos are just about him selling his own shit. Oh, actually, here's a, here's why he's a comrade. I can do a comrade one on him. Okay, here's a comrade. Because Breaking what news. he's what he's doing is he's working on YouTube, uh, making YouTube like broadcast his shit everywhere. But all that he's doing is selling his own merch off it. So he's basically taking money off of YouTube because they're not making any money because they refuse to let him advertise on him. So he's actually taking Google's money. Uh, and as a lower state Ergo, on the Google he's platform, a comrade. Ergo, he's a comrade. Because <laughs> Google's, Google's clearly a cop. So he's, uh, he's, he's a comrade by... He's a comrade by... I mean, no, I mean, he's, he's, he's like in what, those like shitty 80s movies where like you have a cop that goes against the system and goes against the man for justice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. And like he has like, you know, a deep like accent and, you know, a hat, like a fedora so hat. He's a, fedora. Um, he's a dirty cop? <laughs> he's he's um he's a cop who's damaged. Oh, um, he's dark and brooding. Is this and... like a buddy movie? Has he got like Eddie Murphy?
Murphy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bruce, Bruce Willis. So wait, where where do we fall in Logan Paul? Oh, then? clearly a cop. I was just being a dick. <laughs> He's clearly a cop. You just yeah. being the Brendan O'Neill of this. I was being the Brendan O'Neill. We need a, you need a Brendan O'Neill. It's uh, yeah. uh, wearing wearing a hat. So I mean, the, the just I, I, it's, it's easy to forget that anyone who volunteers to be a cop is the copist cop. Because <laughs> like cops aren't workers and YouTubers aren't workers, obviously. Um, but. Any YouTuber who volunteers to be a cop is a, definitely a double cop. Yeah, well, Logan, Logan Paul's definitely going to like go to Trump's volunteer board of fence, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, I thought that was ours. I thought the volunteer thing was ours. On in the UK. Oh, okay. We're going mm. to Dover. Oh, good. <laughs> I can't wait. He, he also does <laughs> a thing where like, any time there's a disaster, any time there's a disaster, what Logan Paul does is he goes to the disaster. So when the, the last hurricane, he went with a jet ski and just like, <laughs> not kidding, not kidding. He was just, he was jet skiing around and I'm desperately trying to remember the name of the city and I can't remember the city, it was uh, Florida, I think. New Orleans, thank you. Yes, um, it was. Yeah, he went to New Orleans and just went around on a jet ski, uh, picking up people from houses. But obviously, like there were actual organized teams in place to do this. <laughs> so he kept just going to houses and being like, "Hey, hey, do you, do you need help?" And they're like, "No, no, we've 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 got it. We're here to help someone else. What? Do you, why are you here?" So he's FEMA. <laughs> Which I, I think is a cop. I don't know. Is no, FEMA, FEMA's a cop. FEMA is a cop. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's essentially a YouTube FEMA. J yeah. J Jake Paul did like almost the same thing, except he handed out backpacks and t-shirts to the people he saved. <laughs> Wait, was it t-shirts with his, like all his yeah, face yeah, on yeah, it and yeah. stuff? Fuck. That's business, oh, that's also, business mindset, baby. Also, Logan Paul's jet ski then broke down and he had to be rescued by an actual rescuer. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, just, just to be clear. He should have performed a citizen's rescue on himself. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear, Logan Paul went to go basically be a privatized FEMA for likes, faves, and subscribes. Yep. And then, in order to subsidize his private FEMA, used federal money, taxpayer money, in order to get that done by getting rescued by normal FEMA because his jet ski broke down. I think he was just rescued by a guy who was like had a pickup truck who was near him because it turned out the water he was on was like two feet deep. <laughs> and they were just like, he was like, yeah, my, my, my jet ski's gone, man. I can't do my jet ski. And the guy was like, oh, do you want to lift? We're just like, it's just down the road. Like, mm. you're like a hundred yards is, from dry land, man. Like, this is why the whole dead body thing was like inevitable when so it came enough. to Logan Paul. Like literally, <laughs> if, you, if you look back at the catalog of shit that he's done. I cannot believe it didn't happen before. I, yeah, I, I can't mean, believe it didn't happen sooner. My, my big question is, when is a Paul brother going to decide to do, like, a Saw-style puzzle murder? <laughs> oh, no, no, my money's on the dad. The dad's going to do it. Because there's also, also the dad's now a vlogger. There's a vlogger family and his like and he's just like, yeah, I'm the Paul dad. And all his stuff he wears appalling dad. He only, Daddy Paul. He only wears like low gang merch. So it's just this like Oh wow, so he's got a favorite, huh? Oh, it's like this it's like this fifty-five-year-old dude from Ohio who is just like not able to make vlogs, but he's getting like two hundred thousand views and everything as he goes like, Yeah, my son bought me a truck. And he walks around outside around a truck that he clearly doesn't particularly want. I'm going to subscribe to his channel. That sounds sweet. <laughs> no? Well, he's, he was very, very... So when Logan Paul was decided that he was not going to arrest the guy, not going to 
uh, press charges. I keep forgetting dad, he literally his, was a cop his, once. <laughs> his dad was the one who persuaded him to actually press charges. Oh, so the dad is worse. So his dad he's is the, the mega cop. Yeah. Yeah. The mega cop. Yeah. Yeah. The original cop. Because I hear, I hear, I hear, if you kill the original cop, then all the other cops stop being cops. That's how you do police abolition, I'm pretty sure. Why Why does the largest cop simply not eat the other cops? <laughs> <laughs> who, 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 are there any comrades in, in, in this industry? Wendy, didn't you suggest yeah. one on Facebook? Yeah. Wendy, hold on. It's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, there are some. There are actually quite a few um, DSA people in tech right now. They're hey. starting, to, starting to unionize, starting to, um, you know, try to change the system from within. There aren't that many, but it's growing. Yeah, it's definitely not the ones you've heard of is the thing, right? The, the ones yeah. you've heard of, they're all they're all cops. They're all yeah. terrible. So, I, I, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to name any comrades right now. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to name it. Yeah, <laughs> so they're bringing down the system from within. Are, no. Are there, are, there, are there any sort of like bits of tech that are, are particularly ripe for comrades to be in? Like any products or things they're making that Russian hacking. <laughs> The only the only comradely no the only comradely thing you can do is be someone who buys a bunch of robo followers for us. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's a hell industry, everybody. <laughs> what a hell of a way to industry. <laughs> I, I for one am excited for them to turn our planet into the sun. And uh, I'm also excited to put my liver on the gig economy to keep Peter Thiel alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we'd, if we'd have done him, that would have been, you know, like oh, the conversation over in a second. Like, you know, there's <laughs> not, not remotely a case to be well, I, I think I think he's something, I think Peter Thiel is something worse than a cop. He's a... He's a vampire cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, like, no, do the, te the teens still find vampires sexy? No, no, that's over. That's over. That's been over for ages. I mean, my, my cousin now. in the audience just said she finds vampires sexy. Peter Tiller's not a hot vampire, though. He's Nosferatu. John Rantoul. <laughs> Chief political commentator of The Independent, for those not in the know there. Holy shit, guys. Super late. Oh, hell yeah. We've just determined that like the entire tech industry is cops, especially those three, the various volunteer cops, the incompetent cops, and uh, Elon Musk performance art. <laughs> um, so can we play the Baked Alaska We Love Our Cops song? Like, I, I there I is need a... milk! I need milk! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's the real horseshoe theory. Baked Alaska is Tim Ferriss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. All right, well, it's super late. I want another drink and I'm done my beer. Shall we end, end the show? <laughs> All right. So that's the deal. Thank you all so much for coming out. Thanks, guys. Why am I clapping myself? I don't know. I'm clapping really? clap in the audience. I always see at the end of his speeches. I'm always clapping.